Foul Territory is presented by Gizzard Gary Productions. It is recorded from my weekly YouTube program, which is live-streamed every Friday at 9 p.m. Central. It is a firearm and 2A-related panel discussion, where I and my panel discuss current news and events, along with audience interaction, casual conversation, and friendly banter. What will you learn today? And now, ladies and gentlemen, Foul Territory. And no, I did not fall asleep. Thank you very much. Uh, But welcome everybody, one and all, to Foul Territory 217. I am your host, Gizzard Gary. And uh, so welcome. It is Friday, of course, May the 12th, 2023. So let's see who we've got out there in the audience. Looks like the first one out there is Gun Websites, which reminds me that today is Friday. And don't forget that every Friday is Free Patch Friday. This says, Gear Websites is your place for patches, stickers, and lots of other 2A items. Hey, I wrote that. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday, so buy cool stuff at gearwebsites.com. I don't know if I can type, I'd actually put that hashtag, or I'd put that uh, URL in the chat for you. Yo. Yo. So, uh, okay, full disclosure. Obi's in here with me. He's my only panelist. He is, of course, the co-host with the co-most. So let's welcome this lovable character from North Carolina. He is the light that brightens our day and needs no introduction, so let's not give him one, ladies and gentlemen, obnoxious one. Whatever. (laughs) All right. Contractually obligated to be here. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. Uh, you got to have your lawyers look at that. Well, I did. Uh, Obviously paying the wrong lawyers. That's right. 223DMR is out there. Obnoxious One is out there. And in here, Defense Dad sees gun people. And the gun snob who is out there and not in here, but that's a whole other story, is out there. Uh, Dale Pogue is in the audience. Michael Dunn is out there. Also, Mike White, 2A Advocacy, is out there. Uh, Dale says, come on, Gizzard, don't leave us hanging like this. Michael said he fell asleep. He'd be wrong, dang old people. All right. Uh, Travis T. is out there. That bearded guy is out there. Garage Guy 879 is in the audience. Travis T. is that bearded guy? Uh, Evidently. Okay. Honcho Fit is in the audience. Plain Nut 767 is out there, and the gun snob says, I'll be on soon. Just got home. Don't threaten us. Uh, Travis T says, Got your package today, Gizzard Gary, and as soon as I can get a photo for Instagram, my wife and daughter will be dividing it all up. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Mr. Knives is out there saying, Hello. Chocolate. All right. So we have 18 people out there in the audience. Let's go ahead and start the ticker. Welcome to Foul Territory. Easy for me to say. Foul Territory hosted by Gizzard Gary. Tonight's hashtag for the drawing, by the way, is hashtag FT217. That's pound sign FT217. That drawing will be at the top of the hour, and we'll give away some stuff now. All I have is a tic-tac-toe sign. Well, it could be, if you have one of those still. It could very well be. Roy Munson is out there, and Woods is in the audience. Oh, look at them hashtags come flying in there. All right. Yeah, plenty of time, but yeah, you may as well get in so you can I jump got mine in. in. I got mine in early. Now I'm going to go over to Twitch and sign up and get it in over there. I was going to say, do you and even have a Twitch? Also on Facebook. There you go. I do have a book of faces. A couple of them, probably. No, I actually have a book of faces. 
Oh, really? Ones I've taken from yeah. Okay. I don't keep uh, I don't keep the skulls of no. I don't keep the skulls of my enemies. I actually keep their faces. That's kind of weird. Well, for some people, it would be anyway. I I hate to judge people like that. Ah. Brian Bridges is out there. All of a sudden, we have twenty four. With that, I cheated. Now I've got an extra. Oh my. Wow. Oh, I, I do have my look because I was trying to give more people. What am I doing? Why would you why would you let me do that, Gizzard? You didn't want me to win, that's why. Well you would have won ninety episodes ago. A little over two years. No, not quite. That's that's, that's me being slick dexic, I guess. That's now okay. I gotta, now I gotta put it in the cheating cheating side as well. Yeah. <clears throat> now you'll just have to log in on, on all your old accounts, you know. Mm, that's not happening. You're but right. I'm going to go over and sign up to Twitch. You know, now. your fritter guy and. <laughs> Opsack, dude. What is wrong with you? Michael Dunn says hashtag rigged. Wow. Already? Yeah. He's not wrong. Well, yeah, but. Letting people. Join in from Twitch, and then you get the bots in here, and that's right. And you and I haven't talked in the background yet, and decided who we're going to say one. So, exactly, we should, probably should have done that before we went live. Now, Grouch Guy eight seven nine also has a little bit of problem with his hashtags. He just got hashtag two seventeen. How about hashtag ft two seventeen? FT the ATF. You need that too. I don't know if that'll work, but it's definitely appropriate. All right, so it is a beautiful Friday. I got to today I had an opportunity to tour my daughter's workplace, which she works at a correctional facility. And this being National Corrections Week, they offered family tours. So I actually got to tour this place. And did did they let say, you feed the inmates? They did not. Oh. Damn, I thought maybe is, they'd have one of those little peanut machines. You put a dollar in it and it'd give you like a handful of peanuts and you would just go. You thought they it. would, but they mm-hmm. didn't. Um, I thought where I used to work at the nuclear power plant was a pretty huge campus. Nah, it's nothing compared to this, man. I've never seen so much walking they got this cell block, that cell block. Man, it's huge. So it was very interesting. Travis T said that the nice way of saying you got arrested. No. Did not get arrested. Actually, my daughter was along with the tour. She didn't lead it. One of the designated security guys led the tour, but my daughter went around so she could tell me. Hey, Dad, this is where my office is. Or, Dad, I used to work in this building. Now I go over to this building. That's where the crazy people are. She didn't really say that. But she did point out some things here or there. Anyway, it's a fun time. So they show you the time, hole? Did you get to spend hole. some time down in the hole? I mean, obviously oh, yeah. you didn't do 30 they, days in the they hole. Didn't, they didn't let us in the hole, no. Yeah. And unfortunately, the... Uh, where they do the lethal injections is in a different facility in a different city, so I didn't get to see that either. What the hell? This doesn't sound like fun at all. You didn't get to, you didn't get to feed the inmates. I mean, yeah, obviously you didn't get the petting. Petting zoo was closed. Obviously, you didn't get to see the hole. What? Yeah, they had all the inmates pretty much. There were a few in some of the lower security areas that were allowed to roam. You know, from one building to another. And uh, then the high security, of course, everybody's locked down and stuff. Uh, Grouch Guy 879 says, I worked at a mental hospital for eight years. It sucked. I think you have to, you have to really love that kind of work. Did he say worked or did he say worked? Worked. No petting zoo with the small inmates, hmm. LOL. No. 
this didn't sound like it was a fun time at all. And did you, get, did you at least, did they have one of those penny machines where you put a penny in and it squishes out the correctional facility onto a penny? No, but I did no? get... I did get a stamp on the inside of my wrist in ultraviolet ink that I had uh, put underneath the security. They said, if you rub that off, you're not getting out of here. <laughs> oh, usually they make sure that you got those so you can get back in. No. I mean, that's how, they, case, that's how no. they do it at the bars. That's true. You got to have that stamp so you can get back in without paying a second cover charge. I mean, you're going to have to go out and commit a second crime to get back into that, that prison. It's still on there. I am using my Arcfield UV to see it. Yep. Uh, DJ Playnice is out there. Blitz is also out there in the audience. What about, did they have one of those little machines that make the little wax molds and you get one of the first (laughs) inmate that they ever executed? No, but they did tell us what cell block that, uh, well, I'm probably not allowed to say that, so I won't say that. That's probably OPSEC. Was it the Green Mile? Something like that. Anyway, there's a rather notorious serial killer in there. Not allowed to say. So, Not allowed uh, to say. Finstead says, is it smart to visit a prison when you're already in the witness protection program, Gary? I never thought well, of that. Well, yeah, he's in the witness protection program. They don't know who he is. That's right. His real name's Lizard Larry, but he changed it to visit Gary. You used to have a game about him. <laughs> yeah, he did. So let's uh, welcome aboard somebody who just came from what was supposedly a graduation party. <laughs> yeah. So let's uh, welcome Oklahoma's favorite son, your friend and mine, the gun snob. Friend's a strong word. Yeah. Acquaintance. Mortal enemy, you know, whatever. Yeah, it depends on the day. Yeah. What's but, going on, guys? Oh, we're just talking about my uh, tour of my daughter's workplace. Of your new your retirement home? Huh. Yeah, that's it. Well, if I have trouble making ends meet, that's always an option. They feed you there. They got basketball courts. Heck, they got... Uh, they got a computer shop. They actually have their own TV station ran by... They don't call them inmates. They call them residents, by the way. Hmm. I uh, found you can, that you, interesting. You should tell them you have experience doing uh, doing TV type yeah. stuff. So they got a nice right in studio in there. And they've you got should. they've got a band room where they play musical instruments and stuff. If they'll let you review guns from there while you're there. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Time you got to keep up your gun review channel while you're in there. Uh, Warsaw Patriots out there. Michael Dunn says, like all those movies at the mental hospital, doctors and therapists that go crazy. That is a true thing. I know a couple therapists that went nuts. Wood says, did you get a new plate for your car? Me? No. Did I need one? Not sure what that's all about. Maybe he'll elaborate. Anyway. We get 28 people out there. We have a three-person panel. All three are hens. So, a lot of clucking going on around here. So, let's get clucking with the topic. Shall we? And uh, tonight's topic is manual safety, pros and cons. Well, I've already had one person register pro or con, so it wasn't exactly where I was going with this, but uh, block nine's out there. What brought this up is a couple things. Uh, A recent video by a certain YouTuber that nobody but me seems to watch, so I won't even bring it up. Secondly, there is an article out here, though, fairly recently from The Truth About Guns. Let me share that and read a little bit of it to you. It pretty much sums up every argument that we could ever come up with about this. And it says, some gun owners claim manual safeties are a bad, bad thing, a dangerous hindrance. 
Others consider manual safeties a necessary for responsible carrying. That doesn't make grammatical sense. It's an old argument, and these days some anti-gun journalists, yes, that's redundant, <laughs> criticize gun makers for making pistols without external safeties. It's time for everyone to accept a few facts about safeties on handguns. First, it's mostly the owners of Glock, SIGs, and other polymer striker-fired guns, as well as those who still carry wheel guns, who say that a manual safety is pointless slash unsafe slash potentially dangerous. Those who who edited this? Those who who argue the opposite? Nobody, <laughs> nobody edited this. I'm reading. I'm reading it. through this, and it's terrible. Love pointing out the accidental and negligent discharges they say are endemic to striker-fired guns. They mostly carry a 1911 or a double-action semi-auto. Each side claims what they like is better than what someone else prefers, and it's a pointless argument. Striker-fired guns without external safeties have been shown to be perfectly safe. Millions of people, including most cops, carry them every day without incident. If you feel better toting a gun with a manual safety, there are plenty of models out there for you, too. Ever listen to truck fanboys argue Ford versus Chevy? It's the same thing. Both brands of truck get terrible gas mileage, few people who own them actually need a half-ton vehicle, and both brands are just as liable to break down. Heck, people in Australia have literally righted over Ford versus GM arguments. Beer sales at the Bathurst 1000 race had to be limited to 24 per person per day to cut down on the fighting, and yes, you read that right. One of the knocks against manual safeties is they slow you down when you need your gun. Here's an experiment. Take your dominant hand and hold it out in front of you like you're about to shake someone's hand. Now wiggle your thumb a bit. That wasn't so difficult, that was it? That sounds like a safety apologist right there. That's all it takes to disengage manual safety. At this point, the commenters will say, well, it's a totally different story under stress. Or something like that. Uh, prima facie, they're right, and there's something to be said for that. But the thing is that you're supposed to train and practice regularly, regardless of what gun you carry. If you carry a handgun with an engaged manual safety, part of your training must include deactivating the manual safety. That isn't hard to do at all. It fits into your draw very well, as a matter of fact. What about real-world incidents where a concealed carrier officer got themselves killed by not deactivating a manual safety? Back in 2009, Masah Bayoub wrote that he was only able to find one actual example of a manual safety failure resulting in injury, not death. It was a private citizen who was wounded after failing to disengage the safety of his Walther 380. Said citizen also admitted that he never practiced with his pistol. Ayub recounted several incidents in which officers were killed when a suspect got their gun away from them and shot them due to their duty pistol lacking a manual safety. He also found instances in which suspects grabbed guns but weren't able to shoot the disarmed officer because the safety was engaged. He also tested the speed of drawing a gun and firing with the safety on the safety off, finding only one one-hundredth of a second business. Now, granted, Moss is... Far better, far better trained than most shooters and indeed most police officers. But the point remains, with regular practice, and you do need to practice, there's little speed advantage to be gained by going sans safety. Ultimately, the fundamentals of concealed carry are largely the same for everyone, regardless of the gun you choose to carry. You need a good holster that covers a trigger. You have to follow the four rules of gun safety. And you need to train enough to be proficient with your personal defense gun of choice. It's that simple. So, instead of the pointless bickering, let's just enjoy the guns we've chosen. Let the Glock people enjoy their Glocks and the 1911 guys enjoy their 1911. I like their, pay too much, enjoy the 1911 strike. <laughs> That's what I was laughing about. Uh, let the SIG people love their SIGs and let the CZ people praise their CZs. And let's even let those snubby fans Relax in the retirement home. Enjoy their J-frames, LCRs, and K-6s. Hmm. Somebody I know here has an LCR. Yeah, how about that? Somebody else I know has a K-6s. Uh, Touche. 
<laughs> There's a gun out there for everyone, whatever their preferences may be. Just be sure you train with yours for when you really need it. All right, guys, that's a, a lot of gabbing out there, but I think they said a lot there. So uh, what say you? I like my safeties like I like my father, absent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, you like it that way, or yeah, no? That's just kind of how it ended up. For <laughs> all you do, you know, you 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 go with what you know. That's what I knew. I well, didn't it, know actually. I, so <laughs> I find it curious that they mentioned the Ford versus Chevy argument, but didn't even mention Ram because they know Ram is the superior choice. Mm-hmm. They couldn't have bashed them. Yeah, how you gonna how you gonna bash the superior choice? You. You're you're talking apples and actually watermelon. There you go. So uh, so I understand your personal. Well, you're the one black ram. So oh dang it! What do you think about, about people though who do choose to carry a safety? Are they wrong? No, I choose to carry a safety if I carry a 1911. Well, you'd have much choice. You can cock it. That's true. I mean, why would you need a safety on? You can cock it as you're pulling up to draw it. So, I mean, what are you doing? You just get rid of all the safeties. You shut your whore mouth, Travis. No, I don't (laughs) care. If you want to carry a safety, carry a safety. It doesn't make any difference. I prefer not to on a striker-fired pistol, but I don't think it's... As long as you practice with it and you're capable, whatever. Do you do you. Just don't carry it unloaded. That's the dumbest thing ever, carrying an unloaded chamber. And I'll stand beside that comment. Now, what if they're about... carrying? What if they're appendix carrying with an with a unloaded gun? They're still an idiot. Now I do know. I've watched some videos, and uh, yes, I was talking about Yankee Marshall earlier. Of course, you were. Who's that? Never heard. Nobody of him. watches him. And. Uh, one of the things he mentioned was that a lot of the new gun owners didn't feel comfortable not having safeties on their guns. So rather than make fun of them for wanting a safety, wouldn't we rather them at least be comfortable carrying rather than not carrying at all? I've, I've, I've said numerous times that I'm fine with whatever people want to carry as long as it gets them carrying. I started out carrying a... Springfield Armory because it had the grip safety and the and the and because safety. you like for people to take your rights away. That's it. Well, that's this was before they took my rights away. You you funded them taking your rights away. Yes, yes, yes. Well, that's what happens when you have an absent father. You don't make good choices. <laughs> okay. All right. Are you happy now? Uh, well, I didn't have that excuse. I still made bad choices. No, if you get, if you, if I can fully understand, you know, not being comfortable with that thing on your, on your hip to start out with, and you want to have that extra little bit. And if you practice with it and get comfortable with it and you practice drawing with it, which you most people aren't going to be able to do because the ranges aren't going to let you do that. That's true. I will say one gun that I would highly recommend against with a manual safety is the Bodyguard 380. That manual safety is so tiny, and I actually have a video on how to remove it and using a. a Yeah, but you're used to you put in there. It's so tiny tiny things. I know, I know, but I can't get my. I couldn't deactivate. I mean, it's almost impossible to deactivate, and that thing has like a 43 pound trigger on it anyway, so. Literally, you can't. Well, I know that Ruger LC9S I used to have had a real stiff safety on it. It was very difficult to disengage. Well, that's what it was in Bodyguard was terrible. Michael Dunn says, I prefer a manual safety. Peace of mind, he says. Fine. he, He practices with it. Right. You can own being wrong. That's fine. No, mm-hmm. uh, Blitz yeah, says I like nineteen eleven too. Well, Blitz is in Illinois, so there's that. 
Now, Defense Dad says, as far as manual safeties go, I prefer not to have them when possible, but I'm not going to pass up a good deal. You can usually delete them anyway. Now, Woods says, I prefer revolvers, so if you don't want the gun to go bang, don't pull the trigger. Bud. At least we didn't hear... Bud. At least we didn't hear the phrase, keep your booger hook off the bang switch, for God's sake. Uh, well, you should and, keep your uh, booger hook off the bang switch. A, there are revolvers out there, <coughs> heritage, <coughs> that have safeties on yeah, them. It's, call them revolvers. Strong. Uh, that's a stretch. It's a bit strong. And if you want to talk about, these aren't exactly manual safeties, but how about that... Uh, that integrated safety on the Smith and Wesson revolvers. Some might call it a Hillary hole. That's not a safety. That's a lock. Yeah, that's a lock. And, which tends to have a tendency to engage itself sometimes at the most inopportune times, which is why people don't want them on their guns. One of the reasons. Uh, so that's grudge fud lore. Well, I don't know. Is Garage that, guy eight seventy nine. Is I have that P320s going off by themselves kind I of so. lore? I think so. I think so too. I think if you had a lock that was engaging on its own, that that would be something that would. Be I think anybody that goes out in their garage and hits the back of their pistol with that damn sledgehammer ought to have their head examined anyway. But... Oh, this is true too. <laughs> You know, I will say, if I'm going to buy a gun with a safety, I prefer it to have a 1911-style safety because it's more natural to drop the safety as you draw than, like, a slide-mounted safety. I have several guns with slide-mounted safeties, and those are kind of awkward for me. Okay. I prefer cross-bolt safety in all my pistols. Well, I mean, what was that one we shot that had that? Was it the Mossberg that had that? Mossberg, yeah. Yeah, that's a terrible idea. Crossbolt safeties are great on your bolt action rifle. They do not belong on pistols. Now, Grudge Guy 879 says, I have no problem with manual safeties. Better to have it and not need it. Travis T says, It's all preference. And Michael says, Ford sucks, period. Oh boy, here we go. Yeah, Michael's right. <laughs> I will say, though, I think if you're going to carry. A gun with a manual sa- or without a manual safety, you should probably always carry a gun without a manual safety for the most part. Mm-hmm. Because if yeah, you're going to carry one with a manual safety, that's fine. You're used to carrying, you're used to drawing, you're used to shooting it. It's not an issue. But whenever you 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 know you're used to carrying one without, and you just all of a sudden decide to carry one with one day, that's not real. That's not the smartest thing, in my opinion. That unless you go to spend some really good time at the range with this new one and. Then dry fire the heck out of it and reacclimate yourself to this and stick with that. Yeah, I wouldn't go back and forth because because you're gonna forget what gun you're carrying yeah. whenever you need it. That or you better swipe that thumb up on every gun you own, whether or not it has a safety or not. Which ain't a bad idea if that's what you're gonna do. But I just carry stock of fire guns and don't worry about it myself. Plain Nut 767 says, I can see how you forget to disengage a safety in a stressful situation, not to mention another possible mechanical point of failure. There is that, too. Now, I just want it known that if you don't know, if you carry an Altor, you actually have two safeties. You have a crossbolt safety and the barrel twist safety, so you are absolutely safe. Okay. And you'd probably be better off whacking them in the face with it. Just saying. <laughs> Probably. Because if you're any distance farther than that, you're going to miss it anyway, so. Travis T says, I carry a Glock most of the time, but as long as the safety is smooth and not difficult to operate, I'll carry a gun with one. Now, Honcho Fett's got a point. He says, if I try to shake someone's hand and wiggle my thumb, I'm likely going to inside a thumb war at a minimum. Just saying. That's (laughs) That's a chance you got to take. That's right. Sometimes... Thumb war is warranted. I mean, one, two, three, four. I declare a thumb war. Yeah. I mean, Woods has probably the appropriate comment. Unless it's an Uncle Mike's holster, then it's then you're out. You don't get a say in this. If you're carrying a magazine on the front of your holster, the Velcro strap, it doesn't count. That's right. 
I will back you on that. Other than that, I agree with Woods. Uh, Clint Torres says, I don't use a safety, so I don't have to train with it. Fair enough. Honcho Fit says, Wiggles trigger finger, this is my safety. I thought your safety was between your ears. Let's see. Chris Lang says, I don't care anymore. Learning how much better I can shoot the 1911, I'll deal with a safety. Okay. Well, I mean, fine. I have train no with problem it. with the 1911 safety because they are very, very intuitive. Even for me who doesn't, or, you know, I do not shoot a 1911 a lot. But anytime I pick mine up or one up, I have no issue with the safety at all. I think they're just where they're at is the proper placement for a safety. If you're going to have one. Now, Welper is GMB fanboy. Welper says, I find it odd that you never hear a thing about the manual safety on the tactical guy's ARs, but on a pistol? Yeah, that's true. Aussies out there. It's because my AR's got a three-pound trigger. Well, that's true. Uh, Plain Nut 767 says, the police pistol league I've been shooting with lately has a rule that if your gun has a safety, then it must be used. Interesting. Fair enough. Let's see. Blitz says, I know it's personally based, but I always do the 1911 sweep when I draw. Not a bad idea. Wood says, bring a gun to the gunfight. Michael carries Ruger LC9. Uh, Defense Dad says, when I carry my P938, the safety is on. It has a light trigger. Oh, yeah. It's a single action... See, Mike White to a advocacy says, Does anyone Israeli carry? I just Palestinian carry. <laughs> what what is that? You go around and shoot all the well, never mind. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, Travis T says carrying without one in the chamber or having a safety can lower your odds of successfully defending yourself, but still astronomically increases your odds over not having a gun on you. I mean, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Aussies, I like Roy Munson's comment. That's where I want to go. Okay, I haven't got there yet, I guess. You should get there. I don't know what's it's taking Now I'm trying to read the comments from way back, but you guys are skipping around on me. Uh, you don't have to read every comment. Not a rule. Oh, I'm just trying to be nice to everybody who commented out there. Anyway, we'll skip over some. Uh, let's see. Clint says, I got a 1911 that I don't carry just because I haven't made the safety stiff enough for me not to worry about it maybe getting switched off. Uh, let's see. If you never turn it on, it'll never get switched off. Just saying. You do, it's not possible to accidentally put the safety on. Well, that would be turning it on then, wouldn't it? Yeah. Okay. So the point stands. Patting a bunker is out there. A lot of people are staring at the sky. Why are they staring at the sky? There's lightning in the sky where I'm at. Mystic Guns is out any there. Ghost I didn't see any. I'm watching for them in my cameras right now. So this okay. must be what you're talking about. Roy Munson does a truffle shuffle when I when no, draws. the other comment. That was great. Pretty good, pretty good. Okay, let's see. Anyway, I just thought it might be interesting to talk about that and stuff like that. Let's see who else is there. Uh, Wood says, no round in the chamber isn't the greatest idea, but bring a gun to the gunfight. Now, yeah, some, some of the new gun owners are so nervous that, and I'll admit, maybe, you know, a lot of new gun owners have been carrying for the first couple of days. They might not put a round in that chamber first time or two they carry till they get brave. And, no, it's not the greatest thing in the world, but I guess until you're comfortable doing that, it's better not having a gun at all. Okay, Barney, keep it in your front pocket. 
<laughs> you get polished every once in a while, though. There you go. Uh, Defense Dad says, I agree with Clint. I love my Rock Island 1911, but carry it. The safety detent is too light for my taste if I had to carry it. Would prefer it to be a little tighter. That's what she said. We've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> Always prefer it to yeah. be a little tighter. Fair enough. Oh, is Misty out there? Hi, honey. Yeah, Mystic's out there watching you. So. Be nice. Mason jar. <clears throat> Vain Insanity's out there. He says, I'd have one in the chamber even starting off as seconds matter, but they are they. Maybe they. Of course, now, if you had if you had one of those cool new gear songs with the tip-up barrel, you wouldn't have to rack your slide. You just pop your round in there and you, off you go. Too bad we don't have anybody anybody here to speak about the gear songs. Where is that, Chase, anyway? Oh, that's right. I didn't send him a link. So I don't have to Oh, uh, <laughs> we can send him a link. He doesn't check his email, but, you know, just DM him. Drop in his DMs. I don't care. It might liven up this place a little bit. Uh, not that what you guys saying? aren't alive. What are you about us? You said a little bit. I presume you're alive. So what else is going on out there? I think we've ran this topic into the ground. So you coming to Chelsea in the morning, Gary? Be here by 10. What's going on? I'll save you a seat. Four. Braden's graduation. I didn't get a card. Oh, um, I should have sent you one. Don't worry. He was still, he gave Corey and Grace theirs and my brother-in-law and his wife theirs today. <laughs> Today, graduation's tomorrow. I mean, they kind of, they both, you know, are going to be there. Adam's a coach at the school and, you know, knows, but I think Corey has a kid graduating. But I was like, really, Braden? Really? Well, darn. Yeah, I'd have probably came to that, too. Oh, well. Braden and Danielle are graduating tomorrow. Well, I'll have to send the boy something, I suppose. Of course, he's got everything. He's your son, let's be real. But, yeah. yeah. He's got an extra 30 bucks. We know that. Yeah. <laughs> so if I want to send oh, him money, so, I should just send it to his dad. Yeah. So today, <laughs> his coach told the kids at the end of the year, any of them that got a pick six during football season, he'd take them for a steak dinner. And, you know, he got a pick six. So I thought it was at the end of the season, but apparently the coach wanted to wait till the end of the year for whatever reason. But anyway, so they went today. And took him out the state. So Braden drove my truck, my new truck. He calls me on his way back. He's like, so am I responsible for putting gas in this? Because it's almost out. I was like, so you borrow my truck, all this, drive it to your steak dinner, and then call me while I'm at work and ask me if I'm going to pay you back for putting gas in my truck. Well, yeah. I was like, there's some money in the console. There was $18. She's like, all right, I'm putting $18 in it. I bet he put, I put, he put eight bucks in it. <laughs> he probably did. Uh, Travis T says, YouTube turned on top messages and filtered Mystic Guns out of my chat. Those oh, bastards. That, oh, that, that's horrible. I, let me see. Top messages. I didn't know it would do that. Uh, Damn it. I've no, got mindset for live chat. Didn't work. She was still there. I've got mindset for anybody but Mystic. So. Uh, Wood says, Dad equals a grumpy ATM. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Uh, I wanted to say hello to Ron Wayne. Ron Wayne is out there. Hello, Ron Wayne. We're glad you're out there, Ron Wayne. Ron Wayne. Not John Wayne. It'd be his distant cousin, Ron Wayne. So Defense Dad says, $18 worth of gas in a Dodge, so he just drove around the block. Yeah. He just wanted to make sure he didn't bring it home completely empty, which is shocking. He should have told him, well, you still have my $30 in change, mm-hmm. but that yeah. is. Yeah, my $30 in change to get my windows tinted. All right. So, what else going on? Any good 
news out there in the 2A front? Any new videos that you guys have watched you want to comment on? Or oh, I put something out a video. you've done, we maybe. Talk about that. What's that? I said, I put out a video this week. I mean, I put out videos for the last two weeks. That's That's pretty amazing. I ought to subscribe to your channel so I get notifications on this. <laughs> Jesus, there's a ghost. What? Let's see. Kanbanwal? What in the heck is that? I'm here for the fourth trimester cookout. Yeah. We just had the cook in here. Uh, Defense Dad says, I had a Dodge Ram. Would pass almost anything except a gas station. <laughs> well, I don't have a Dodge Ram. I have a Ram. so That's true. That. I had a Dodge Ram. I did, too. And it was that way, too. Of course, it was a three-quarter time, so. Don't you still have a Dodge Ram? No, I have a Ram. I sold my wife three-quarter time. Oh, okay. I just have my Ford now. Other than my, I can't badmouth Ford. That thing. So it's a Dodge Free Ram. Is that what you're telling me? Or? Yeah, that's a Dodge Free Ram. Yeah, it won't dodge anything. Mm-hmm. It just rams it. Yep, especially at gas stations, won't dodge them. Now, two two three DMR says it's still a Dodge. Don't matter if it's called Ram, <laughs> Dodge, Ram. Still a Dodge. <sighs> Mike Dane White here. says, "Ever shot a Ram? I have not." No, but I watched this video or some chick did. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, Vain Insanity says, what? I'm proud of it. You've never seen that video where she shoots right through the bed of it? I have not. I knew where he was going. Uh, Vain Insanity. Hide overboard is a thing. He says, yeah. I am proud I got here in time, though. It was one busy week and happy tuning in. And on good news is courts are going to Supreme Court on matters... Many things are going on. I believe California is crying as the 18, 20-year-olds get their rights back. So much good stuff going on. God bless. C4 Defense is out there. Too bad he's not in here. I believe Mm -hmm. you know him. He says the Dodge Ram not being a Dodge is just a silly argument. It's a fact, though. It's absolutely a fact, though. Can't argue that. Uh, Defense Dad says, hard to beat a Ram for a comfy seat, though. Most comfy truck I ever owned. I don't don't know. I've fell asleep in snobs a few times. This old one, anyway. Passenger side was good for sleep. Of course, you slept the whole way to Vegas and the whole way back. Um, Yeah. You knew someone could sleep 18 hours at a time. Jason Stewart says Dodge Rams are really Fiat's. Wow. <laughs> Not exactly. Uh, Clint says the only time a Chevy guy and a Ford guy agree is when the Dodge guy walks in. Okay. He has the sexiest truck in the place. Michael Dunn says didn't Scott from Kentucky Ballistics shoot his Ram a few times? I thought he just, you know, exploded stuff into his neck. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Travis T says the best truck would be a Ford Cab Cummins motor and Allison transmission. Unfortunately, it takes an F650 to get that combo. Yeah, I couldn't afford insurance on that. I can't afford a truck. I would have sold you mine. I offered you some money for it. You wouldn't take it. You didn't offer enough. Well, you didn't tell me. You didn't tell me you needed more. You, that's not enough. You acted like you didn't take me serious. I'd have wrote you a check for five grand right then and there. Well, I'm sure you would have. <laughs> and then I'd turn around and sold. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 223 DMR says, Dodge put their instructions right on the tailgate, showing you where to ram it out of the way. Wow. Let's see. Defense Dad says, anymore, I'd just like to have a nicely restored 87 El Camino with a 383. Are you going to grow out a mullet when you do that, too? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Can't drive an El Camino without a mullet. Yeah, Mike White 2A Advocacy says those Toyota pickups are looking pretty nice. Yeah, go price them. Come back to me when you price them. Are they worse than yours? They're kind of spendy. Uh, Vain Insanity says, I own a bike, an electric bank, electric bike that is like a truck and can even pull wagons and such with ease, so it's like my company truck. <coughs> wow. Uh, Jason Stewart says, I would like to have a Shelby F-150, but if I did, neither one of us would eat very well. 223 DMR, he says, one thing about it, Toyota lasts longer than Dodge. You get what you pay for. Uh, <laughs> really good luck with my Dodges. Game on. Game on. I thought you didn't have a Dodge. Well, I, my first one was a Dodge. <laughs> and it had 350 on it whenever I sold it. Without any issues at all to speak of. And the last one just had 260 on it whenever I traded it in. The 16 did. Uh, C4 says Toyota Tacomas have the power of a four-cylinder and the few mileage of a V8. <laughs> wow. Uh, Defense Dad says, I'm still looking at the Ford Maverick. My car is almost paid <laughs> off, and the idea of 40 miles per gallon is appealing. Uh, Why? Why is that truck, anything about that truck appealing? I'm going to bash you on that. That thing is hideous. I thought the new Bronco was hideous too, but a lot of people think those things. Oh, the, the you well, there's two different Broncos. You don't want the sport. It's got to be the good looking Bronco, the big one. I guess I'd have to see. Honcho Fett says, "Welcome to Truck Talk, everyone." Yeah, it did kind of go that way, didn't it? Uh, Wood says, "I have a Silverado 2500 and a Wrangler. I drive the Wrangler way more. We have our own wave." Wow. I mean, I wanted a Rubicon, but it just, I don't know. They're Did you price that? Yeah, I could have <laughs> bought it cheap. I could have bought one as cheap as I bought my truck. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't have a truck either. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. They're nice, but they're way too proud of that stuff. And don't even think about the hybrids that are out there. Uh, what aggravates me? Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, Dale Pogue says, Defense Dad, my dad has a 59 El Camino. It only has 19,000 miles on it. Wow. 19,000 miles on a vehicle that old still run? Uh, Defense Dad says, eh, I like cars people think are ugly. I also like the Ford Flex. Mavericks start new at wow. twenty grand, so there's that. I don't know. Once you buy a Ridgeline, they're just as ugly. C4 says, Snob is going to say the Rubicon isn't a Jeep. It's a Rubicon. No, it's a Jeep. It's all right. My daughter tells me my Jeep isn't a real Jeep. It's not. I think what's nice. It says Jeep really right on it. I was. My wife has one. It's not a real Jeep. <laughs> so I'll tell you what I was impressed with is the stinking new Kia Stingers. Those things are amazing. I bought my truck at a Kia dealership out of all places, but. Needless to say, I was looking at that Kia Stinger they had on the showroom floor. Oh, my God, those are nice. Like a little, they're like competing with like a little BMW Mercedes four-door sedan. Travis T says, I haven't had a car payment in almost 20 years. Not starting one up anytime soon. Uh, 223 DMR says, I have a 1988 Lincoln Town Car. My wife thinks it's ugly. Hmm. I, I just sent a picture since we're on car chat. I saw this at Love's in Ottawa, Kansas. When I was going up to look at this truck, you need to share that since we're in car chat. It's amazing. And the back window said he was the president of the Kansas City Rough Riders. 
It was absolutely nice as crap, though. What in the world have we got here? That's a classic. I guarantee you that guy is keeping his hand strong. <laughs> Let's see. Dude, that thing was like pristine. I walked right by it on the way in. I was like, wow. Tried to snap a picture of it as we were leaving, as he was leaving. Wow. Now, where'd you say that was? Ottawa, Kansas. At the Loves. You know where that is? I do. I do. It's at the Highway 59 exit, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. There's a... Is it a Hardee's in there? Uh, yeah, something like that. That's what I thought, yeah. Been there many times. I have. All right, so... Back out there. 86 Fleetwood, Clint Torres says. I'm surprised it didn't have curb feelers. It may have. I didn't notice. Mike White's got to go. See you all later. Well, thanks for jumping in, Mike. Get out of here. We don't want you anyway. <laughs> That's not true. Okay, let's go ahead and roll. Let's roll into this last section. <clears throat> one that we call what did you learn I don't know that we learned anything on this show but we're going to find out because we're going to ask our panelists what did you learn and then we're going to give them a chance to talk about whatever they want to talk about plug whatever they want to plug so which one of you two do I want to start with snob okay well first I want to plug that chicken that oh wait never mind that's the wrong kind of plug um, I learned the defense dev has terrible taste in things he calls trucks that aren't really trucks, and he's also wrong-handed. So there's that. That's true. And what else did I learn? I learned something, but I don't know what. It wasn't really important. Well, what do you got coming up? Is that important? Uh, I. I got a bunch of stuff I got to get done, but I've also got my son's graduation tomorrow, so probably ain't a whole lot happening this weekend, but I'll try to get something done. I may put out a Tim Nick Trigger video. Cool. Well, thank you for being here as always, and I would like to, Braden, I know you probably don't watch this show, but if you're out there, congratulations, buddy. It's Finally, time to get out. I guess out. I should say, I have my son and daughter's graduation tomorrow. I'm kind of a dick. I didn't say that. Jesus. What's yeah. wrong with you? Uh, I wasn't thinking. She so wasn't here today. That's more kids you can kick out of the nest, right? They're I'm out, hoping. Out Saturday I'm, evening. I wish. <laughs> they, yeah, and they can start paying their own car insurance Saturday evening, too. Yeah, Mystic says, to clarify, we have more than one <laughs> child graduating. I clarified. <laughs> Well, congratulations. Well, I forgot because she wasn't, she wasn't there tonight, so I forgot. That's on her. Wow. Might have been there, but I didn't get my invitation in time. Mario Mosen's out there. He says, Hi. That's how he says it, too. Kind of. Mystic says, Wow. <laughs> You're in trouble, Snob. Yeah. Let's see if we can. Let's Even better. It's her, it's her birthday today, too. Mystic? Oh. No, no, Cody. Oh. Well. So you went to a graduation party instead of her birthday? Nah, she was busy, so I went to some families for an exchange student graduation party. I just know sometimes when. When you're digging a hole, it helps to have somebody else, you know, with a shovel who can help you dig a little mm-hmm. deeper. So. <laughs> Speaking of which, let's go to this way. Obnoxious one. What did you learn? I learned that Snob only cares about the boy. I know. 
Sounds just like him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you got coming up? Uh, I got Killer Innovations Barrel video is coming out Monday. Cool. And everybody should watch it. Mm-hmm. With all your alts, watch it many, many times. Mm-hmm. Share it on your community tab. Share it. Like and yeah, whatever. Subscribe. Comment. Tell them how good it is. Or if you don't like it, tell him why. It's, like it's probably pretty bad. It's obnoxious video, so there's that. That's not nice, Tom. You're just not a nice person, right, aren't you? I'm not a nice person. What did I learn? Let's see. I learned that Snob can only remember one of his children at a time. Uh, <laughs> uh, what do I have coming up? Uh, well, I can't say stuff and things because A, that's not true, and B, that's copyrighted. So, uh, yep. Can't do that. But uh, I just released a video this week. I've finished up my review of the Savivi Baby Bander, and then I've got some gun stuff to do. And uh, I got all kinds of stuff to do. Amazon videos out there. All kinds of stuff going on. So, uh, And don't forget, next week, next Friday, we have Foul Territory again. That will be Foul Territory 218, and we will have Aegis Gun Care stuff back on here for you good folks. So, Ooh, what you got, Snobby? It's a good knife. Is that the new one? I want that. Would you go buy one? Don't tell me. I already sold it. No. I bought it off Amazon. I'm going to review it on Amazon. I already sold it. going to say. To one of my helpers. Well, I got a feeler. I got a feeler out to Wee Savivi to see if they're going to send me. I think they're going to send me something else. So I want something new to review. So I didn't have. Well, I tried with another company this last week. I struck out. So, you know, it's kind of how it goes. So you got to ask. Sometimes the answer is no, or sometimes there is no answer, which is the same as saying no. So. <laughs> All right. So let's wrap this up then, folks. Let me get to. Don't forget, one last time, Gear Websites is your source for every Second Matters Gun Channel's Gear MOID and more patches, stickers, and other items. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. So buy cool stuff at gearwebsites.com. Once again, I'll put that link out there for you. All right, so let's get this, uh, let's get that off the screen. And uh, so I would like to thank everybody out there for watching today, whether you watched on YouTube. Jesus. What? The chat. I'll give her away. I'm not saying that. But I don't want to hold his hat. Okay. You're sleeping in the doghouse, evidently. But uh, whether you watched on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitch, we appreciate you being out there. And if you contributed in chat, we really appreciate it. Now, if you are one of the two lucky people, or unlucky, however you look at it, who joined me in the panel tonight, we really appreciate what you did, because that helps us put on the show. You know what really helps us put on the show is all those fine people who are YouTube channel members for contributing and helping keep this thing going on. I appreciate each and every one of you out there. So, uh, yeah, next week, Foul Territory 218. Don't forget to support everybody on the panel, all your fellow creators. Uh, go out and have a pleasant weekend. Stay safe. If you get a chance, go shoot some stuff or buy some stuff. You can do that or you can buy some stuff and then shoot it. That works too. But anyway, this is Gizzard Gary on behalf of my panel. And I'm reminding you that if anyone tries to infringe on your right to keep a bare arms, you know what to do. Give them the bird. All right, so this is Gizzard Gary. On behalf of my panel, I would like to wish all of you a pleasant weekend once again, and it is time for my panelists to get their last-second shout-outs before I hit the closing credits. So 
let's get it going. See you at the calf rope. Harder, Daddy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> See you at the range. Hello. Hello. Three, two, one. What? Hmm. Where the hell's Rich? I don't know. Rich, Rich isn't 2A anymore. See you next week, folks. Thanks for listening. Foul Territory is a production of Gizzard Gary Productions and is streamed live every Friday at 9 p.m. on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch and released as an audio podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcast, Spotify, Amazon Music, Pandora, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Listen Notes, Samsung, and Podchaser. For more information, visit our website at gizzardgary.com.